on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. up everybody you are listening to dc on cw the flash edition on rayman digital if you're listening to us on demand you can always take us mobile by searching us out on itunes stitcher spotify by searching dc on cw while you're there go ahead and leave us a review it helps out the show a lot i am the one and only bobby d and with me in the studio today is steve what's up uh, Ryan is out doing hair transplants from his shoulder to his head this week, so we'll be taking over. <laughs> and uh, this week we'll be breaking down episode five or season five, episode thirteen, Goldface. Barry and Ralph go undercover to find tech to help take down Cicada. Now, an odd show, an odd feeling show, not a very flash show. No, no, and. Uh, I I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I'm be honest, right off the bat, I didn't feel this one a lot. I mean, there was cool moments, but there was nothing there that was making me think that this was Flash. It was just a bunch of random decisions going on by a bunch of people. Yeah, I, to me, um, it felt, aside from the uh, the fact that it, it, it was it was really dark, it had a dark um, undertone to it, I think. And what we saw was a lot of our characters acting out of character. Mm-hmm. A lot of them making choices and decisions that we know they all make bad decisions all the time, but they just, they were making decisions that were very much out of their character. Um, and I, I felt Ralph was the only one that, that made a decision that was in his new version of his character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it was just very awkward. I, I like I was saying before the show, I I sat there just feeling very uncomfortable about the whole thing, and I d- typically don't get that kind of feeling out of shows like this. Mm-hmm. But I just felt uneasy about everything. It it didn't feel like I was watching Flash. Yeah, definitely. And and we'll we'll get into that when we get into the breakdown of the episode. Uh, first, we got some news here, and you know we kind of glanced over it a little bit last week because I don't want to blow up this whole red death thing um but uh, the stories keep coming out and people keep thinking that we're gonna end up with some kind of arrowverse crossover you know with this red death reference that was made last week and again if you guys don't know red death is basically batman taking over the flash powers uh from uh metal from the comics which was released i believe last year yep um Dark Knight's Metal is one of those things uh, you either love it or you absolutely hate it. I've really never read it because it those kind of Elseworld type stories and the way it was presented, which just didn't kind of resonate with me. 
Yeah, agreed. It wasn't actually released under the Elseworlds print, right? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Maybe that would have helped a little bit. Um, I think a lot of people might have thought it was kind of in continuity. Maybe it isn't. I, I don't know. I, I, I shied away from it. The art's beautiful. The art's stunning. Yeah. I mean, it's Capullo, but it, to your point, nothing about it made me interested in it. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they promoted it like it was heavy metal rock star you know, go all out. We'll see these characters do things that they don't normally do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Batman Who Laughs came out of it. There's a lot of different characters that are, have their own stories now that came out of the Dark Knight's Metal. But, again, it it wasn't a story that resonated with me. The whole attitude of it didn't kind of ring out to me. So I'm not – I'm on that not fan part of it. But, you know, they brought it up in this Flash and they want to keep talking about it like it's going to be a crossover story, including the Batman um, character as the Flash and attacking Barry and, you know, making Red Death a thing in this universe. So is this how we finally get Batman in our in our universe? We get Batman via Flash? <laughs> I, I mean, well, that's the thing is I, I wish I was more educated and I'm sorry I'm not more educated on the whole how the story went but i'm assuming that it is bruce wayne in the the flash suit because it is batman but yeah, i don't know the the fact is it's just like we know he disappeared for some god awful reason and he's not in he's not in gotham he's not around this kind of would make sense you're using bruce wayne you can mention bruce wayne so why not have him being taken over by the speed force demon and have the Red Death come into the series and, you know, be part of Batwoman. Now, again, I, I, I tried to avoid the story last week because I don't like to give into, like, fan theories too much other than our own. But the the fact of this is that we know what our crossover is next year. That it was advertised at the end. That we're getting, you know, Crisis. And so I don't think this falls in line with anything that deals with Crisis or anything that they could do there. So even though it was such a like a beautiful Easter egg reference for us and, you know, get people hyped up and, you know, but I want to take this as a Green Lantern mention. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you felt about when you heard it or did it even resonate with you when you heard it? What? what? The Red Death like name being like the number one killer or Cicada um, just passed him or whatever the reference. It, 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 no, it just kind of was one of those things where I acknowledged it mentally that they made the reference yeah. but quickly moved on. It wasn't anything that um, I, I didn't read too much into it. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's how and that, that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up today is because I want everybody to know I wouldn't read too much into this. Um, you know, IGN and Screen Rant, and all those places are all about clicks. And what's going to get clicks? People putting in uh, Red Death, Batman, Flash crossover. I just don't I just don't see this happening in our universe at all. I, I'm Take this as the Hal Jordan jacket walking through Arrow three years ago and everybody going, oh my god, Hal Jordan's in this universe. No, he just walks through. He, he's not in our universe. He's here somewhere, but he's not really here. Mm-hmm. And and that's the way I would take this Red Death thing. Uh, there, there's so many other ways, and there's so many people like Ryan that are just so, you know, anytime Batman, it's like, let's just do Batman. Just do Batman. I don't want to see, if we're going to get Bruce Wayne references, Wayne Tech references, I don't want to see my Batman dressed up as Red Death. 
No, but I would take him dressed up as that Joker-looking thing with spikes. I, I that that would be badass. I know that's not going to happen. Yeah. But <laughs> well, yeah, and, and part of a lot of the articles that are going out there, and they're showing the art from Capullo, um, that are you you see the different Batmans that are out there, and the Batman who laughs with the 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 Robin demons, and and it, it's all cool, and they talk about the dark multiverse. Again, I would it, the dark multiverse. If you expect to see that, I would almost expect to see that on the DC universe in the future. Nothing on the CW because at least mm-hmm. they can go full forward. You know, fuck Batman, blood and guts um, right. scenarios and do it right. Not do a watered down CW Dawson's Creek version, which would be interesting. Now that you mention it, if they just did like a limited series, like a six to eight episodes of just full-on metal yeah i would tune into that i mean i think that's where the dc universe app should be going is you know experiment experiment adapt things that aren't the norm we don't always need you know death of superman resurrection of superman reign of superman superman for all seasons you know batman flashpoint you know the the typical stories yeah and the people that are paying um for the dc universe service they're paying. Yeah. You got their money. Yeah. So you know you know they're paying customers. You know what they want. They've already ponied up the cash. So give them those types of things. It to try to do those kinds of, of storylines and those kinds of uh, kind of out of the box or you know, not the mainstream stories that most people would be accustomed to. The DC universe is the place to do that. Yeah, and, and I think that's where the canceling of shows like Gotham are going to help out the DC universe after where they're not battling with Gotham trying to do, you know, um, you know, the, the Joker with missing the face and court of owls and other things that they've attempted over there and and just like bastardizing the stories that are so legendary in comics. So with that, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get into this episode. Who's got two thumbs and can see through the dimensional vibrations of the multiverse? This guy. That guy. DC on CW. We'll be right back. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. Please, uh, we got a gem something. from Florida. Uh, okay. Pensacola woman mistakes 37-week pregnancy for bad Chinese food. <laughs> what? <laughs> She was actually 37 weeks pregnant. She was on the verge of giving birth to her second son. She's already been pregnant before. You Dude, this idiot. is like, how? Were you drunk the entire pregnancy before this? Probably. So uh, she called off work at 5 a.m. And an hour later, as the pain worsened, she woke her fiance up because they needed to call an ambulance. The stomach's the stomach pains were excruciating and I could hardly move. I think it was about 6.30 a.m. Wake when- up! Is goddamn orange chicken ripping a hole in me? Hold on, wake up, Jan! Wake up! I think I ate too much at the local Chinese buffet! I told oh. you too much of that moose shoe pork was gonna do this. Oh, please! I, I need to go with emergency room! Oh, please! One time I heard my cousin Elvira tell me something similar happened to her. She ate at the local little Chinese restaurant and she almost died. Dad. She had cream with some young guy. Um, I should have had the steamed rice. <laughs> it escalated so quickly that I was having contractions and we figured out kind of what was going on because at first we really didn't know what was going on. But there was a doctor, uh, 
she said it was possible for a woman to learn of her pregnancy just hours before going into labor, but in her 20 years of practice, she's only witnessed it three times. Oh, please. Something's happened to my, my bowels. My bowels? You gotta take me to the emergency room, Jethro, please. I don't know what's happening. Oh, oh all right. Golly, get, get in the goddamn airboat and we'll drive on down to the For local. For some reason, the Chinese bus that's coming out of my pussy, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Help, okay. For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. On Twitter today, Hamill tweeted out, The To Be Continued. Likely in reference to the still-secret subtitles of Star Wars Episode Nine, if indeed the third film in the sequel trilogy begins with the word The, it would mean that all three of the sequels had subtitles where The was the first word. It would also be the fifth of nine episode movies that begin that way. That is fucking reaching for an article. <laughs> you just wasted five minutes of my day. I literally <laughs> took a gun, put it in my mouth, and I almost pulled the trigger after reading this article. Oh, and now man. our listeners are going to do the exact same thing, Dave, because I put them through the same horseshit that I had to go through. Please quit writing articles like this. Yes, I have to agree. Journalistic integrity, whatever happened to journalistic integrity. Uh, this is also going to be the, the, the ninth movie where somebody wore robes and uh, had shoes on. Go fuck yourself! <laughs> is comicbook.com really that desperate for clicks? It's getting that bad now. <laughs> Who wrote this article? <laughs> Russ Burling Game. You're fired. Don't die. <laughs> Go die. <laughs> but seriously. Are we the only people that get this angry over things, Dave? Like, I feel sometimes when I listen to the show back on the replays, I'm like, man, I get really aggressive. But are, are other people get annoyed by stupid shit? Like what Russ Burlingame made us go through? You are not a journalist. <laughs> you yeah. are not a journalist. They should be Bobo Fett, right? Bobo Fetted right into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. I'm like going... They should die you early. Just David, did no they, research. They should die early. <laughs> they should die early like Val. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't wish death on anybody, but probably um but possibly Russ Burlingame. Yes, for yes. sure. P- possibly. <laughs> stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free 
shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right, we are back. Season 5, Episode 13, Goldface, directed by Alexandria, Alexandria LaRoche, written by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. Now, this week, magically the Medicare is there. Cisco's gone again. Didn't like that. Did not like that. No, it's like I don't like the fact that they keep sending people away for like weeks at a time. Joe, I understand right now just because he's been injured and we know the behind the scenes stuff. But there's no reason for Cisco not to appear in every single show. Well, and and, and the bummer for me wasn't even just that he was gone. It's they really glossed over the whole cure process because they they set it up last episode that he just needed to find twins and one of them needed to be a meta. And then we magically found twins and it's done. Right. They didn't tell us who the twins were. We got all excited thinking we were getting some kind of Wonder Twins action. Yeah. We were going to get something. And we didn't get anything. We didn't get any of the science of how it happened. No, it's it, just done. And, and that's, I think, my biggest disappointment with it is this has been the show that's explained the science of bullshit for five years, you know, of drawing on a whiteboard for time travel and. Mm-hmm trying to explain uh, Barry's metabolism and why he can't drink and why he can't eat or he has to eat all the time and all this stuff. And it's the science of the figuring out was the interactions between him and the original Wells or, you know, even the second Wells was some of the best flash we had for him just to go off into a lab. And then, you know, we have like some kind of cryo freeze canister come in and go, there it is. It's done. He found two people and we've made it work because it's the pituitary gland. It, it, that was the part where I was <laughs> like, there's your science bullshit, but I didn't buy it. Yeah. Like it was just thrown in there. Yeah, and then, you, you just threw some Andre the Giant fact in there. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Andre the Giant, a pituitary gland problem. That's why he grew so big. All right. Pituitary gland. That's where it's at. So and, and then and then where's Cisco? Why wasn't Cisco telling us about this pituitary gland? Yeah. Now the the other thing that was weird was when they first started, and I want to say it was episode nine or ten. They came in and are like, "We're going to do this medicure, but we're only going to give it to the people that want to be cured." This week was straight up, yo, we got it. How are we going to put it in Cicada? Yeah, and notice. <laughs> and nobody said a damn so, thing. So that was, again, we talked about that last episode. That was the pinky per, uh, swear that, that Cisco and Caitlin made, that they weren't just, you had to give give the people a choice whether they wanted to, uh, to have the cure or not. And as soon as they found out the cure, that was the first thing out of Barry's mouth is how do we get it into Cicada? <laughs> and Cisco's not there to be like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, yeah. ethics? And Caitlin didn't say Caitlin shit. Caitlin didn't say shit. Killer Frost in the pier going, hey, yo, assholes, that's not the deal. Um, it was just like, all right, we're going forward. Which is interesting because, you know, on one hand, if they if they succeed or even if they don't succeed and they attempt doing that uh, and, 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 you know, Cisco comes back, then he could be like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. I, so it, it was weird, right? It just wasn't me, like, imagining. No, it was a, a lot of weirdness. Because uh, that's what we always worried about, and that's kind of what, you know, that episode – three weeks ago was about was the ethics of 
What do you mm-hmm. do with a cure? I mean, what do we weaponize this? Who who uses it against who? Who chooses these things? Oh, don't worry. We're going to get consent. Right. And, and again, this was kind of our characters acting out of character. Uh, we, we already knew what Caitlin's view and stance was on yeah. this. And she turned and did a 180 and didn't even, you know, say anything. <laughs> yeah. So we went from Barry, who was like, well, look, we can fix the daughter or the niece. We can fix the man. Like he will calm down and we'll be able to do something. It it, it just was a complete. Well, they gave up on the kid because after they screwed the pooch last week, <laughs> this is a screw the kid. Yeah. She's on her own. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it was like a complete flip flop. Like, well, we can get the kid to work. Let's, uh, uh, we're going to inject him in his pituitary gland. If we can just get him to sit still. Yeah. What, what happened to trying again? You know, good old, uh, elbow grease and, you know, helping the kid out. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, Flash is always on that level of like Supergirl, the the hope. You know, I believe we can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and they had some of that in this episode, but it was just like this is more of the vigilante bullshit of we're just gonna force you into this. Yeah, it, it just felt odd. And, and going into odd, we had this no powered team up this week to where. You know, they went down to the underground, the literally. Underground. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, to get these weapons and for Barry to be like, I want to buy all these guns and set off that red flag, I thought was weird right off the bat. Did, did it feel too when they were before they even got down there? Like I was sitting there scratching my head. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Um, but that they just walked into the middle of this area and. Ralph knew the magic password to just get in. It yeah. felt very get smart, you know? <laughs> like, uh, he just says something, and all of a sudden he's in there. Yeah, and again, going off of past PI work with his old buddy, you know, it, it uh, that wasn't the thing. It was just like, out of every character that they have, I would have sent Killer Frost and, yeah. and um, Ralph in. Yeah, and I think going Barry, we know we're going to get problems, that we're going to get that superhero. Well, he's a Boy Scout. Yeah, like I have to fix everything. Um, but but they weren't even in there two seconds, and they already got slapped with the anti-metacuffs, which begs the question, how did those assholes get anti-metacuffs? Yeah, and, and, and I guess the whole goal of the anti-metacus was to prove that they don't need the powers, and that's probably going to come back somehow for Cicada at the end when he dampens their powers, mm-hmm. that they they know they can do it together. Um, but it, it just... Uh, Barry felt very out of place doing everything that he did in this episode with this team-up. Well, he, he started taking on an Oliver approach very quickly. Um Again, I, I felt like this whole the whole sequence down there felt very dark. Um, it just had a dark undertone to it. And I guess it kind of needed to in some regards because they were in the underground arms, yeah, weapons, they're, they're sales. The, the shady part. Yeah, it was the shady part of town and, and dealing with shady characters. Um, but just how quickly... I mean, he started off trying to do the right thing and buying up all the guns, but it was like, holy shit, dude. Like, you're really bad at... at being undercover you don't but just he had go a in chain there on the outside he, like he was wearing a chain 
Oh, he had the chain. Right. <laughs> the chain. That's how you know he's bad. Uh, mm-hmm. He looked like a douche canoe and then he and then he goes in there trying to buy up all the guns. You can't just you can't just throw your dick on the table like that and be like, I want all of them. I mean you would and I think the the, the issue I had with this whole like plot device was that this man is smart enough that all right, let's focus on our goal. Yeah. Solve and then that. go back. Yeah. Yeah. You you know the password, you know where to go, you know how to get in there. Or more importantly, you can tell the cops where to go. Yeah. You or have the FBI. Something. Argus. Arg- anybody. All of them. <laughs> and it's always, it was a lack of focus. Now, like later on, I could understand that wanting to save, like when they were like, oh my gosh, let's tug on the heartstrings a little bit. Not only are we going to print um, organs. These are organs for dying kids. We can't have this go away. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm like, thank God I left that pamphlet on top of that box or <laughs> this shit would have been stolen. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, they're, they're trying to focus on the bigger thing. And it was weird to see Barry have that lack of, I, again, I say focus a lot, but that's what I, I look at it as is. You had a goal. You were going in there. And now you just put you and Ralph at risk because you're just too fucking. Yeah, you couldn't stay on track. Yeah, you're too wishy washy with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So I, I, again, I I just think that if I would have done this no power team up thing or this team up thing, it would have made more sense for Killer Frost and Ralph to go in there and to buy it. I mean, I know, understand. I think yeah, because Killer Killer Frost, it, those anti meta things wouldn't have worked on her. Yeah. And so it would have been a better team up and it would have been a better uh, use of this. And since she was more knowledgeable about what they needed, she should have probably been the one that went in. Well, and somebody that's actually dealt with that underground also. Yeah. You know, she has experience being down there as a bodyguard and, you know, at one yeah. point. And I just, uh, I don't know. And then it just, it, it got to the cheese ball moments there to where they're, basically in a large laser tag game yeah yeah i wasn't feeling the visual effects on on the on the laser tag guns and i really wish they would have killed um the gold face guy well he he bled gold out of his eye sockets (laughs) like i i was like when he put his hand to his neck i was honestly going y'all y'all don't got the balls to kill him no but he kind of was like a he reminded me of what was it, Destro from G.I. Joe? Uh-huh. Just with gold head instead of silver head. Yeah. It was a cool effect. I, I think they did a good job. Like when his face got sliced open and you could see the gold, I was like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. But yeah. It was a cool effect when he dropped and, and, and all that gold was bleeding out of his eyeballs. That was pretty brutal. Again, pretty dark uh for Flash. Yeah. Um me, I'd have been I'd like I would just would have loved Ralph trying to scoop up some gold. Right. <laughs> Be like, well, if, you know, while I'm here, let me. Uh, th- this shit ain't cheap. Um, I mean, it melted. It got. It clearly got him hot enough with that chain uh, stuck in the in the light socket. Yeah. Um. Again, it it wasn't their top moment. I'm gonna say. What was their top moment? The hallway um, laser tag. Uh, no, none of none of it was their top moment. Okay, so so are we gonna are we just gonna ignore the the Rob Zombie? Um, 
soundtrack? No, no go ahead. The guy. So, so that was the one where, you know, at this point, I kind of gotten a little off track myself and went during the scene cause, and I picked up my phone and started doing something else because mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I kind of started to lose interest if I'm being honest. And, and, and then all of a sudden that music came on and I piped up because I thought, oh, cool commercial. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was part of the show and I, it was so out of place. Um, it felt like something that maybe could have been played during a bad guy sequence where the bad guy was doing whatever they not, do. Not to, during yeah, laser tag. Not during uh, what what I would consider was a, a hero moment, you know, as they're blasting their way through it like the Death Star. Um, it was the wrong track, in my opinion, given who it was the backing track for. And then even if it was for a bad guy, I'm not sure it was it was the right choice. Yeah, it... And to be clear, I'm I'm a Rob Zombie white zombie fan. I, no, I, no, there was there was nothing wrong with it. It just was out of character, out of context yes. to everything that they did. And of course, you know they probably paid, that was probably the biggest budget thing that they had this week. Yeah, was whatever the licensing cost for you know forty five seconds of a Rob yeah. Zombie song, the Rob Zombie and Melting Gold. There's your budget. Yeah, um, and that's why we had to put handcuffs on everybody. Hmm. Rob Zombie's what cost us powers. Yes. Like, how can we offset the Rob Zombie cost? I really want to get Rob Zombie in this. So, you know, we always talk about how they 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 can kind of bring in any director because they this show runs so smoothly. It's a well-oiled machine. Yeah. All the shows are so tightly ran. Um, it kind of begs the question, like, where during the process did somebody go, I have to have Rob Zombie dragula playing like that is i that's in my heart that's what i know this scene needs this was, is, was that this the director gonna, yeah this, or after the fact yeah like, w- the producer was it someone in the editing bay is like you know what this scene needs it needs some rob zombie uh, that, I, w- I would love to know where that conversation was had yeah because uh it was probably done in post as they're editing this thing together and they're like all right, let's uh, let's see what this sounds like, and it's like pew 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 <laughs> pew. We got to put something in here, like yeah, that that just sounds like shit. Something's uh, got to amp it up. Yeah, are we basically doing a Nerf commercial? What's going on here? Because that's what it looks like, and this is what it sounds like. We got a bunch of kids with their uh, their little glow sticks on, jumping around and getting shot. Yeah, it's it, it just a weird, weird sequence. Now, I I will give them credit. For bringing in comedy in certain parts of like when Barry tries to throw the brick, like yeah, brick, yeah, brick, yeah. brick, brick, and he's like, "I was trying to throw it to you." Well, and I, and I did appreciate, you know, when Ralph realized like this is out of character for, yes. for Barry, and I'm not going to let Barry put himself in this situation. This is more of a Ralph thing, and locked him in the back of the mm-hmm. truck. That was very much um, the Ralph we've come to know and yeah. love. And and so I, I th- it was a genuine moment. Yeah, and the, and even the like you know as much as I joke about the pamphlet about the dying kids, you know you saw that moment to where he's like, all right, well we have to we have to be better. Mm-hmm. So you know the, there was redeeming qualities. It just was a weird choice mm-hmm. all around. Uh, with that, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll uh, talk about Iris doing just like weird fucking things. <laughs> Back to tank. Uh, 
uh, become pregnant with uh, Anakin, and the the mother basically makes the comment, it, "She doesn't know." I touched myself once with a, with an old lightsaber I found. <laughs> it's some How did you become pregnant? Well, I, I found an old lightsaber and I played. I rubbed it on myself, and woof, I was pregnant. <laughs> Starting at 1 a.m. Pacific, only on Rain Man Channel 001. Listen from the Rain Man digital app or tune in. Just search RN Channel 001. All right, we are back. Now, while this is all going on, Iris is off doing Iris things again because her first news thing didn't go too well that they thought it was boring and so she wants to go do research on cicada now now why do they leave her alone ever you know again this would have been the perfect thing send ralph and and um caitlin or killer frost to the underground or even and have send- cisco be ready to invite people in and out yeah viber in or or i don't I don't know. She shouldn't have been there. No. At all. Um, I mean, it was kind of the journalist in her, you know, so I understand it from that perspective. But straight up B&E, man. (laughs) Straight up. Like, she gets in there and starts futzing around, and I knew it was going to happen before it even happened. Yeah. You just know it's going to happen. Now, I will say when um, when, when she ended up, you know, trying to sneak her ass out. I'm sitting there going, okay, it's an old house with creaky floors. You're, you're screwed. Right. Yeah. But when, when he heard her, it was really smooth when she was opening that door for her to fling around and act like she just came in. Go shoulder to shoulder real quick. Yeah. I was like, Oh, look at you. That was slick. Yeah. There, there were those moments, but I, I just was like, Oh my gosh, Iris, you're going to die. Like, you know that this man has, is there a confidence you think when you know that there's a newspaper in 2024 that has your name on it? Uh, yeah, but we all know that this timeline is malleable, yeah, right? We know they, they that, keep preaching that, but yeah. it, you, you, that's a new concept in Flash. So, so maybe she's just like stuck in this whole like, well, I know I'm gonna live. Yeah, but she, he, that shit can change on a dime. We've seen that happen time and time again. Nora just disappears. Yeah, and and it's I don't know. It was a bad decision. Again, we said it earlier. It, this there's a lot of bad decisions <laughs> yeah, throughout I, this episode. It just I I was more shocked that Barry was just like so okay with it because at this point, I mean I I think what I was looking at is now that Iris has exposed herself as somebody who knows who Cicada is, um knows how to somewhat defeat him she's putting a target on herself that wasn't there before yeah why would you do that and especially and I, when you're in the public eye as a journalist now you know we we found out earlier in, in the in the episode that she's been writing articles that have been getting shit on yeah and so the ego is at play right she, mm-hmm. she's feeling a little bit stung she's got to prove herself she got to prove herself that uh, or prove to others that uh you know she's a good writer and this could be the thing that cracks the case and yeah. and, and gets her the big this break. is my big break yeah and and really she's like to get clicks yeah she did she's lucky to get her face broken yeah i i was really shocked now Chris Klein has some weird acting things going on here that mm-hmm. makes me almost feel like he's doing a Jack Nicholson impression. 
Oh yeah, good poll. Like like yeah. his eyes and like his facial expressions and the, even the yeah. way he's talking sometimes. I'm just like you look like you're doing a horrible jack. Yeah. Yeah, channeling your jack. Yeah. Uh, it's, so you see that now that I mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, now that you mention it. And, you, and I'm probably yeah. ruined uh it for everybody now because that's all a picture now yeah uh i have a tendency of doing that to people i'm sorry but no this is what i was looking at now there was nothing wrong with it um i i I there's there's points where it feels like it's very forced Mm -hmm. and then there's other points where it feels very natural or more natural than than others um last last night's episode felt forced yeah and and I always wonder what they're going to end up doing with the knowledge that we have now. Obviously, that wound in the chest is going to be the downfall. She went straight in that thing, too, and dropped his ass. Again, maybe Iris should have went to the underground. Yeah. She <laughs> cut a bitch. Like, she, she's, she, she... There was no hesitation. No. Now, I understand he was trying to kill her, too. But, but Iris is a badass bitch. She is. Now, as soon as she sat down and starts asking the questions, like the setup was so uncomfortable. It's like you you were very ill-prepared for what you were going to say had he showed up and how you were going to cover. Yeah, what did you think was going to happen? So she, she, I guess, you know, you think on your feet and all that. But then when she looked over and saw her bag sitting over there, I'm like, oh, you dummy. Why, why, would, you, why would you break into someone's house and even take a bag <laughs> at <laughs> all? And if you're going to take a bag... Pick don't the biggest it, bag you have. Yeah, and don't and don't put it down. What? What? Uh, I unreal. <laughs> again, it's uh, all plot devices and things that kind of make the story go. It was just uh, again an, another group of odd choices. Mm-hmm. But hey, she stabbed him in the chest, and he fell like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, and I and I think that's where we're gonna end up getting to is that that's the way we're going to get taken down. You know, she figured out some things and that's, I mean, I, what did she pick up that was supposedly going to be how we're going to inject the cure? I don't remember. You know, it, it was some kind of vial. I mean, again, I, I was watching, um, at this point at the end, I was kind of just like, all right, let's, let's get this over with. So I'm sorry that I'm not more, uh, yeah, versed I, on it, but it, 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 it happens every once in a while when we get to these shows that, uh, you know, she picked up something and this is how we're going to do the cure. So there's obviously some kind of drug or something that he's on that they think that's how we're going to get it in. So <laughs> that's how we're going to get it in him. Yep. We will see. Like he's going to go back. Um, when are you going to have that opportunity? That house is fucking garbage now he's gonna have to go live with the the nurse or the doctor well maybe maybe you're not wrong though that house was pretty garbage like he needs to pick that fucker up (laughs) (laughs) so uh let's get into our little final thing and i think it was last week we did the episode we did the news story that sherlock's wives were coming yeah and little we know a week later uh we get to see six of them so, w- 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 how'd you like the uh, the creep factor nine thousand? It felt very like when she when she set up the whole sequence of events to to have him catch her. That was really clever. It was it was a if a romantic comedy did Home Alone. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, and it worked. No, it, no, yeah, one hundred percent. I but when they were setting it up, be like, like what is going on? 
well, it, yeah, it felt like Home Alone or it felt like almost like that game Mousetrap. You know, it was like a Rube Goldberg machine yeah. where you're just waiting for all these little sequence of things to happen. And yeah. then she falls, he catches her and boom, they're, they're Spins instantly. Spins around like a fucking G. Yeah. And it went sideways pretty quickly. He he started off okay. And I thought, oh, wow, they got some chemistry here yeah. as they would. And then, um, yeah, you sound like a stalker. <laughs> How random would that be if somebody ever walked up to you and was just like hey and then they knew like where you were from things you liked you know things you grew up doing like how flipped out would you be well and then it begs the question like he had enough different versions of her to pull from um to to know these little nuances of things but you have to think that all those different versions that he knows they don't all like the same things no. right so because I mean, we've seen that with the wells right so how did he pick the right thing from each of them to know that she was that that collection of things you yeah. know what i mean um very creepy at first, I thought, oh, well, maybe, you know, he's Sherlock. He's just uh, deducing things yeah. based on what, how she looks. Or, or like a walk. Like yeah. you're limping like a ballerina or you walk on your tippy toes or something like that. Or even like when he, he pulled out the detective trick and it was good recovery by him by going back and be like, that dude's lactose intolerant and having a fucking fart. Mm-hmm. Made me, it's actually one of the funnier parts that I've seen in a while. Yeah. But uh, I've always said that dick and fart jokes will always be my thing and if it ever isn't my thing it's time for me to die you can always make money on dick and fart jokes a wise man once said a wise man once said (laughs) (laughs) now now now, he recovered pretty quickly there but we find out at the end there that she's a meta Mm -hmm. which again i i was like wait i'm glad they said something because i watched that door open and i was like is that not? Has that always been an automatic? Door? <laughs> I thought the same thing. They put sensors on it. How yeah. convenient! Yeah, I was like, oh, is that not uh, convenient for someone outside to get smacked in the face? Yeah. but <laughs> I, I just, I, I was more. I, I'm glad that they mentioned like, hey, she has some kind of powers, because at first I was like, well, that door opened on its own. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I didn't. I, at first, I didn't even think anything of it until he pointed it out. Yeah, it, it just, it just made me. I was like, oh, good, good good pull you know something's up now mm-hmm. now is this gonna be a temporary distraction from the whole nora thing or do you think he's gonna get right back into it oh man he was pretty into it again this week trying to de- to deduce the uh the code um it, it you know we have what'd you say 10 episodes left nine yeah. episodes left something like that um it could be give them some more uh filler episodes uh, by doing that, uh, give give her something or give him something to focus on that's not Nora. Buy us some, or buy her some time. Mm-hmm. That's a good thought. Yeah, I I I I don't think it's going to get off of it um, too much. I mean, I know he closed down the file and opened up the cicada thing, and he thinks that somehow she's going to be an answer to the cicada problem. But um, so, do you think they're going to inject her? And then send her to sleep with him, and it's a sexually transmitted. I know, I, I, I know from our history that you're a squirter. Oh my god! I need you to go sleep with him. I need you to sleep with him and spray him. Good, <laughs> and then that'll metabolize into something else, and we'll have an answer for <laughs> we're, our. We're our, gonna need you to mush, mustache ride him. Yeah. 
And don't matter how hard he pushes, stay on top. Stay on top. We need you to really get it in there. Now, again, Nora is running this weird track to where she has her, her moments to where she's joyful to be around and she has that cuteness about her, but I still don't trust her. Oh yeah, there was a there was the, the whole setup of the scene and and the accomplishment of of getting them to meet. It was very cute. Um, her her reaction to the whole thing was very cute, and you're like, oh, she's a she's a sweetheart. But, the, but her, then you're like, well, wait a minute, her fainting in and out of that wall, yeah, was just creepy though. Yeah, well, just the whole the reason she was setting it up, yeah, was creepy and 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 you know very. Not, she's not doing it altruistically at all, and we know that. But when it happened, you, you kind of forget it for a minute, and you kind of go, okay, I like her again. And then pretty quickly, you're like, I don't like her. No, yeah, she's able to turn it around and make you hate her once again. Which, uh, which again, I mean, it speaks, one, to the writing, but I, I've said it several times throughout the season, it it really shows the, the breadth of her as an actress mm-hmm. to be able to pull that off time and time again even in the within the same episodes, I'm really impressed by by her chops. Yeah, and uh, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how they end up playing this out. You know, she obviously knows a lot more than the letting on, and it's they're they're making it sound like Reverse Flash is trying to make it sound like he's helping her. You know, defeat Cicada. I'm and, calling bullshit, and I just we know that's not the truth. That that he has always been a one out for himself, and he needs to get out of that jail. And he, he does, but you know, on uh, I think at the end of the day, regardless, he wants to get out of that jail, and he needs to. But there could be a, a connection there of Cicada being the reason or part of the reason why he's even in that jail. Oh, you think that's how we're gonna kind of tie in the loose ends? I don't think he would go through such extremes to help her if it. To to help her get rid of Cicada if it didn't somehow impact him directly in a positive way. Okay, I I I can buy that. I it, it goes with his motive as a character. Yeah, he's he's like a chess master. Yeah, he's always always doing something. I mean, even if it was turning Barry into the Flash early. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's get into the final thoughts. Uh, let you go first, Steve. Um. Yeah, like we said early on, it's it's it just such a bizarre and weird feeling episode. It it didn't it, it overall didn't resonate with me. Uh, it, it wasn't b- bad or horrible by any stretch. It, it just, just wasn't Flash. It just wasn't Flash, and it felt more Arrow in a lot of ways um, than it did Flash. There was a couple of nuggets of of interesting bits, but. Um, it felt like a filler, which it shouldn't have felt that way. No, because we, we're running down on yeah, time. Yeah, we're running down on time, and in the plot points that have been set up in the like we like we said earlier in the previous episode with uh, the, the whole finding of the cure, I felt like we could have teased that out a little bit more and spent some more time developing how that happened mm-hmm. instead of just glossing over it. Yeah. Um, the magical three day week it's all better yeah you know the the pacing was okay um it's, i just have a real problem with the plot and how how the characters behaved very out of character from what we've really got accustomed to and sometimes that's great right sometimes it's nice to to flip things on its head and and have you guessing 
Um, but usually when we do that, it's based on like a stressful situation. Right. And we weren't really there to where it was we could justify them acting out of character because it was a strain or some kind of thing that they've never really dealt with before. And so mm-hmm. we buy into the bullshit. Yeah. And, and I will say um, the, the, the main bad this week, Goldface. Pretty cool take on him. I I really did enjoy how they did it. He's he's a way C D E list yeah. character for sure. But I thought it was really cool, and I think they did a, an excellent job uh, interpreting him and and bringing life to the character and having him bleed out gold was really bitching. But outside of that, I mean, I'm kind it, of it's a forgettable. It's a forgettable. I, I won't look back on it and go. You remember that time when Iris went in and broke into somebody's house and then knifed him? I probably won't remember. Or if I, I do, that's what I will remember. Yeah, Iris stabbed a dude. Yeah, Iris stabbed a dude. That's what I remember. And, and again, I I am on the same page with you. It was so out of character. Um, lessons that were lo- uh, talked about and learned and discussed only two or three weeks ago were completely forgotten when we got a cure. Um, that we went from we're going to save or give the metahumans the, the choice to, all right, well, Cicada's an issue. We're going to stab this bitch in his pituitary gland. So, Do you think they have to go directly into the pituitary I, gland? I don't know. That'd be some fucking precision shit. Barry just speed-handed in there. <laughs> <laughs> but it it wasn't the greatest episode it's a very forgettable episode. I, I'm, I mean, with nine weeks left or ten weeks left, whatever. If it's twenty-two or twenty-three, it, that's all of the shows we have left. We have to start pushing forward and you know end the cicada thing, get the reverse flash thing going, and it just it felt like a kind of a wasted type episode where it kind of brought everybody out of character. So. Yeah, I wonder, you know, too, how 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 far into it will we be into the season before we start to see more of the reverse flash trickling in? It's it, got because I want it time for Barry's heart to break. Yes, and it can't be broken five minutes before the credits roll. No, it, I want to see it with at least like a month ago that he figures out that his daughter's in cahoots. And right. and to watch him break because again that that we want to see the superheroes have a real struggle yeah and this guy that he's had this relationship with this woman now or you know his daughter for like the last four or five months or whatever it is in their time and to fall in love and just to have that taken away of he's working she's working with my ultimate enemy the one that took my mother's life well and, and I think you just hit on something key there. You have to have at least two to three episodes of him learning about it in one episode and then having to understand it in another episode um, or try to understand it and, and try to you know drill it apart as to why and then leave it with the third episode where he thinks he knows and then it's the one-two punch where you... Because you got to have that last episode that's the cliffhanger, right? Yep. And so I feel like you got to give him enough setup to be like, what the shit? You came back. You've been you've been toying with us this whole time. You've been lying and and then try to work that through in some kind of therapy like way. Yeah. To just have it all 
not be possible to work through because, oh, here's reverse flash to fuck you. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's DCNCW, the Flash Edition. Remember, you can always catch all past and future episodes on DCNCW.com. Be sure to follow us on all our social medias, and we will be back at you next week. People want cuddles.